You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Show up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a podcast for you on a uh, gloomy Thursday. Al Dukes, what is up? I have a couple of things here for you, Jerry. Uh, first. Yeah. I noticed you were in the CBS jacket the last couple of days. Yeah. Now, they were very nice to us that they offered us a CBS Super Bowl gift. Yeah. And they seem I got the jacket. Is that it? No. Oh. This the, this about, about two years ago or so, they also sent an email around that said, hey, we'd like to give you a gift. Yeah, I didn't get that. And I was like, all right, I'll take so this. So that's from then. That's, that's from a then. nice yeah. jacket. Yeah, it's very nice. North, I got the jacket this time. North Face. I love North Face. It's a nice, uh, yeah, I nice jacket. I love North Face. I'm a guy who doesn't like... Um, wear and tear on items mm-hmm. for example i hate starting my car parking it and then someone goes oh no par- can you move it up like let's say i go to a gas station and i park and they want you to move to the other pump. and i shut the car off and they go can you move up i hate that because i think every time you start your car there's little wear and tear on the item so i don't like to turn things on and off on and off on and off one of those things is air conditioning in the summer mm-hmm. I like to put the air conditioner on, and then I don't shut it off. Mainly because it takes forever to cool a house. Right, sure. Right? So you get a nice, cool day like we had yesterday. You want to shut the air conditioning off, but then it, it gets 85 degrees out. Now, all of a sudden, it's taken hours to cool my house. Yeah, now. sure. So I've decided, and I don't know if this is correct or not, or you tell me what you think, that on a day like yesterday, where I normally have my air conditioning at 71 degrees, it was cool out yesterday and cool out last night. So I didn't turn my air conditioning off, but I turned it all the way up to 80 and okay. opened my windows. Yeah. Do you think it's better to turn your air conditioning unit off, turn it up to 80, or is it neither one matters? So I did turn mine off yesterday and decided if the house reached 76, mm-hmm. and it wasn't yesterday, it was when I got home from golf because it was beautiful out when I got home. And uh, I think my car was registering 75 outside. And it was a breeze. Yeah. So I said to myself, if the house gets to 76, I'm turning it back on. I think whether I'm really pretty sure whether it's on or off, it's the unit turning itself. So, for instance, if you set your thermostat to 78 and it's a cool night, your air conditioner is not running all night. It's it's put itself in sleep mode. It's off. Right. When the thermostat then hits the number, it turns itself back on. So I think whether you turn it off or on, I think that function is already happening okay but i like what you did by saying i'm not gonna let the place get too warm where it's got to work hard to get back i'm gonna set a a threshold if we hit 70 not let's go turn yourself back on that's enough 
I like that idea. So you're saying that uh, the air conditioning is in the same state of being, mm-hmm. whether it is off with the on-off switch or whether it is just turned up to 80 and it's 60 degrees. Yeah, out. to me, it's very much like the hybrid car. Okay. When you drive on battery, the engine's off. It's kind of dormant. And then all of a sudden, oh, got to wake up. It turns itself back on. I would love to hear from, you could DM me. HVAC guy? Yeah, if you're an HVAC guy. I'd love to know the answer to that. Yeah. Hmm. The other weird thing is, in my house, I have my air conditioning set to 71. If I have it on and it's 68 degrees outside, my air conditioning is still, it's still warm enough in my house that it's kicking my air conditioning. Where in the winter, I could have my heat on and when the sun, it could be... 19 degrees outside. When that sun hits my place, my it heats my house up, and yeah. it doesn't kick on. It's yeah, it weird. Does. Absolutely. The sun is the biggest issue, whether you're talking about warming a house or warming a house in the summer with the yes. AC. When the sun hits the front of our house, oh the, my the air conditioner is working on overdrive because the front of the house is warm. And then you go into, we keep the bathroom doors closed because of the cats. Yeah. You open up a bathroom door, and it's like Jack Frost is blowing at you. <laughs> Like, it's brutally cold. You have to sit on the toilet seat. It's oh, ice cold. it's freezing. It really is. It's unbelievable. What will the cats do in the bathroom if you leave it open? Nothing. Kim just doesn't want them, you know, in the tub or jumping on the vanity or she just oh, okay. she wants to, to keep, keep it clean. Yeah, just keep it that clean and shut. So all our bathroom doors are always shut. All right. How do you know then if someone's in the bathroom or not? You knock. Oh. Or you see the light on. Oh, like Where there's only the... four of us. We can pretty much account for each other pretty quickly. <laughs> there's my two children and my wife. I'm good. I think I'm all right. Unless yeah. there's a guest here that's sitting down on the on the bowl. When I was in Basking Ridge, and it, this took me a... No, I was there How nine, long ago was that now? Uh, I was in Basking Ridge six years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I was oh, three wow. years in Madawan, three, over three years now. And, oh, okay. Uh, so over six years ago. Right. So I had... Um, you know, my air conditioning, my thermostat was on a wall. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that wall was my washer dryer. Okay. I am telling you that when I would dry clothes, it would raise the temperature in the thermostat because, because the, of the vibration. No, I think the heat was coming through. Oh. So in the, wow. in, I used to hesitate to do laundry in the summer when it was really hot because. It would just keep the air conditioning going yeah, sure. and going and going and going for that hour that it's... That's funny. Yeah. That is funny. These are the things I think about throughout the day, Jerry. You've got a lot of time. What are your thoughts on acupuncture? None. You don't have any thoughts? I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I don't believe... I don't know. I can't believe it works. Yeah. I think everything's a mind game, personally. Because I have this pain in my shoulder mm-hmm. that I know from Princeton Longevity is yeah. a, a calcification. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if acupuncture. Yeah, so it I did. Reach hurt. Out, I reached out to an acupuncturist in town, and she said, "Oh, it could, it could help." So I was, I was thinking, I was trying it to see if it helps. Okay, go. For, I don't see why you wouldn't try it, but I mean, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. No, I get the whole pressure points and all this stuff, and I think if it works, it's probably a temporary fix and something you're going to go back to. Yeah, which. <laughs> Not a nice way for them to make money. Yeah. Going back and back and back. But if it works, good. I don't see how it's a cure, but. But I think like when you say the pressure point thing, like if I were to do put my thumb pressure into a sensitive part of your shoulder or back, it would be painful, right? Yeah. 
But if you go to acupuncture and they put a needle in there, you're not going to be in like, ah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Never done it. Don't know. And I've also been one. So obviously I've dealt with some stuff with my back, as you know. Yeah. And I've had so many people tell me, try acupuncture, go to a chiropractor. And I will give, I always give them the same answer. I am not looking, I'm not looking to mask it. I want to be fixed. Right. Like I, I want the issue to go away because it's, it's healed or it's been repaired. I'm not looking for just give me relief for two weeks and then it's coming back. I'm like, what's that? Yeah. It's like fool's gold to me. So now for whatever reason, as I've told you this, I finally got to the bottom of my pain and it's a slipped disc. But what is bizarre, as I told you back in December, is that it looks like the stenosis repaired itself. The doctor compared my scans from when I was, when this first popped up, I was 34. Five or 36, I want to say. Right, 13? No, I was 38 is when it really got bad. And he looked at those x-rays and compared them to the ones I had done in December. And he's like, it looks like two different spots. Like it, he goes, I, I don't even know what to say. Now imagine if you had gotten acupuncture, you'd been like, this acupuncture healed this. <laughs> yes, right? Yes. You would have thought like, you'd be telling people, listen, I had stenosis. You're right. Cleared it right up. You're right. But something happened in your body where it... It's- and even itself. he was like, he's like looking at it like five different, really? th- almost as if like, is this, are you sure this is you? Um, so that seems like that at least right now is good. Hmm. It's just the, as long as I keep that. And that's the one thing that can, so I've been playing golf a lot now uh, with the boys. That's the one thing that concerns me. Like I feel great. I'm worried about one swing yeah, and being right back into misery, but I'm having fun. It is what it is. I dated a girl for a very short time. Three hours. <laughs> Longer than three hours. I would probably say six months. Okay. Her name was Noelle, and she was an acupuncturist. Nice. Did she ever do it on you? No, I never. I was never even thought or had any interest in it. Isn't that like the Seinfeld episode with the massage girl, and she never gave him a massage? Yeah, never gave him a massage. But the weird thing is when you when you look on websites for acupuncture, and they do it in in like this girl Noelle worked in a uh, a rehab mm-hmm. facility, like yeah. where, where they would do uh, physical therapy and all that stuff. But what's weird is when you go to the websites for the acupuncturists and you look at their their background, it's always like studied at the School of Chinese Medicine in Columbus, Ohio. You're like, what? <laughs> Not Harvard? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know. don't know. I know. I don't know. No, you just hope they know what they're doing. If you go to a regular doctor, a new doctor, will you will you look at their credentials? Yes, I do. You do. I always look on the wall. Absolutely on the wall. But will yeah. you will you try to look beforehand? No. But when you go there and they have it on the wall, you're like, yeah. what do you like to see? Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I want. Oxford. <laughs> well, what's the lowest you'd be happy with? The lowest I'd be happy yeah. with? Like those are elite. Something elite. something recognizable. Right. Wake Forest. And right. I'm sure that's a great university, yes. but it's not an Ivy League school. That's what I mean, though. Like I've been to the doctors where I've seen Ohio State University. Fine. Like, that sounds good. Cal, I'm good right. with. <laughs> but if I see the University of, you know, Armpitville, Pennsylvania, <laughs> what the hell is that? Right. Why are you even putting this on your wall? <laughs> I'm not, not interested. University of Phoenix online. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like when I go to my eye doctor, I think he's, he, his is Temple. I was like, okay, Great. that sounds like I think Wonderful. That's, a, that's a solid school. Good school in Philly. Ohio State, I'm in. Absolutely. When you see one from like a foreign country right. and they're not foreign, University of Wilkeston, Cambodia. Yeah. And it's <laughs> a it's a 
American? Yeah. Because it, if it's a guy from Cambodia, you might think, okay, maybe uh, yes, he went to school there. I agree. When he came here, he got his proper certificates for America. But an American going to a foreign country? It means he was too stupid to do <laughs> <Correct>. it here. <laughs> and Harvard didn't want him. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I guess if you don't see their stuff on the wall, then you really could question it. <laughs> Like Craig being a minister. <laughs> right. I'm a minister. Oh, okay. He bought it. <laughs> yeah, I bought this ministry. Speaking of school, though, we had a call yesterday or two days ago. I think it was Mary. Mary, yes. Said she was going to school to be a psychic. Correct. Now, when she explained it, it sounded a little bit better when she was talking about how, well, you go there to unlock the powers that you like have. Like she had always felt she had these powers. But now I'm calling BS on yeah. this now. If there are schools... To enhance your psychic abilities? Come on. I think she they shouldn't be called schools. No. She should say, I'm studying under a psychic who uh, because I that's feel like fine. I have psychic abilities. All right, that's fine. I have I'm a mentor. S- a mentor, that's yeah. That's okay. But you're right. telling me they're charging tuition. Right. <laughs> I'm on room and board for my to be a psychic. <laughs> you think we can have, you know, that tuition taken away like Biden's gonna do yes. for the uh the what is it called? Tuition uh, forgiveness. Right, exactly. Tuition forgiveness for uh, listen. I didn't know when I went to psychic school I was going to have to pay <laughs> this back. Yeah, that's a weird one. I, he, you know, the one thing not to get political. The one thing I read yesterday that I like, and I I wish they would just do it going forward. They're not forgiving what you owe. Right. All the interest is out there. You have to pay for your tuition, but there's no interest. That's what they're forgiving. Okay. That's what it should be. That is what it should be. If I have to spend $250,000 to go to college for four years, then let me pay $250,000, not two fifty dollars plus 12% interest. Yeah, and then the longer you go, it's like it's more interest. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. It's obscene. That's what, that's what, like, financial plans for either high school or college, like I, I do for Matthew when he was at, uh, in high school, I did a financial plan through one of these, and it's a $20 fee to sign up, and then you just pay the tuition in, in quarterly install. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But if I had to do it and it was plus 12%, right? like, what the hell is that? Right, especially on if you went to an expensive school and you're 12% yes. or more on well, those things. So that's, you get a lot of these Ivy Leaguers. Now you want to make the case, well, they graduate with an Ivy League degree. They're going to make a ton of money. Some do. Some don't. <laughs> right. If you're managing in communications at the Ivy yeah. League school. And those are $80,000 a year. Yeah. And you're taking out, st- that's what it is, student loan forgiveness, not tuition that's forgiveness, student, student loan, loan forgiveness. forgiveness. If you're taking out student loans that are totaling $320,000, and then you tack on interest of 10 to 12 to 15%, you'll be lucky to make the interest payments. That's just, that, ugh, Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I went to school locally at Kane. You yeah. went to school locally. It was not, and, and back when we went, it wasn't crazy expensive. Not like this. For in-state yeah. at these schools. Um. But it's interesting, you know, when I used to listen to Dave Ramsey's radio program, you don't realize the amount of people that have debt oh, yeah. from student loans. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. He used to do this all the time to call. It's a little bit of a douchey move, but his point was like, why are you paying so much for school? So people call, but, oh, you know, I have uh, $320,000 in loans. He'd go, oh, are you a doctor or a lawyer? Because <laughs> he knew the answer was going to be, I, I went for accounting or yeah. something, you know. But you better you better go for a job that's going to pay you six figures immediately. Yeah. Otherwise, you are up the creek quick. Yeah. 
And I know you you know at that age you make stupid decisions, but I'm not for forgiving the. No, and so it's not a it's a societal driven decision. Yeah, it's kind of like what you're taught almost growing up. Right, going to go to great college. I think it's getting to a point now where it's not necessarily that anymore. I'm I'm with you. Right, I'm I'm, I have a son right now going to community college uh, in a few weeks, and I have flat out told him. You ain't go after this. Don't think you're going to Yale. I ain't paying it. I can't. Yeah. I said you're talking about tuitions of fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm like, where's that coming from? You. Right. And he looks at me like, what? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, so let's let's really think about the state schools. You just need the degree, honestly. Right. And then meet people. That's that's all you need. Right. And because he doesn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. So just go get your degree and let's move on. Yeah, but I think more and more students are even not deciding to go to college at all. Yeah. And and trying to go to a trade school or something I, I like that. I love that idea. Yeah. If you know what you want to do. Right. You got to have I always tell him and I have, I've told both of them, you don't want to go to college. I'm not going to be one of these parents that thinks you're that's the worst idea in the world. I said, "But you got to give me a plan. I don't want you floating through life with all these you know, part-time jobs, trying to string this together. You don't know if you're going to have medical benefits here. And I don't know if I want to open a business or go work for him. Like that doesn't work either. You have a plan. Like, you know what? I want to be an electrician. Great. Quit community. Let's go to a trade school. Go do it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I'm all for it. We're business ownership. I'm all for it. I have a friend of mine, really interesting. friend of mine was an accountant for 22 years. Company bought out. And he took a buyout three years ago. Since then, he had a a really good buyout. So he didn't worry about money at all for a solid couple of years. But now it's been three years and he's had some, you know, uh, odd jobs and he's, he's fine. They pay the mortgage and everything, but it's not like the life they used to live. And so he's now aggressively seeking employment. He's had two interviews uh, where overqualified, I guess. I mean, it's not like he's 70. He's right around my age, but he's been told in both interviews They'd like to hire him, but they didn't re- realize until they had already scheduled the interview, he didn't graduate college. So Requirement. That's dumb. Isn't that the stupidest thing you've ever heard? Stupid. So now he's panicked. He's not going to get a job in his field. Right. Like, you got it. But he's got 22 years of practical experience. Yeah. Are we serious? That's one thing I'm seeing colleges doing now, which I think is great for instructors. Maybe not for full-time uh, professors, but for instructors. Like if you, you know, it used to be you needed a master's degree at least, mm-hmm. but now they're taking, I forget the term they're calling it, the thing that actually Peyton Manning is going on, uh, where they, they look at your 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 practical real-world experience mm-hmm. and take that into account instead of a teaching degree or yeah. a master's degree or a PhD. I'd much rather the guy that's worked in the Me field too. for 10 years than a kid that's coming out of college with a degree but never did it. Oh, if I, like when we were going to college, if you had a professor that worked on the radio, yeah. oh, my gosh, that would have been so awesome. Mm-hmm. I remember my Steve Krinsky. I, mean, I don't remember anything, but I remember him. He was a great guy. And he, like, ran the college radio station but never worked in commercial radio. Yeah. And his idea, I remember, like, I did what he's told me to do. But I always remember thinking, like, I want to be on WFAN. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, but he was all about format and, like, a 1970s type of radio guy. And it was just a lot different than I think if I had Mark Chernoff as my right. instructor. Right. Of course, he would have failed me. 
you, <laughs> you get an F, Jerry. A big F. I saw an interesting thing. I see that Rutgers University for the fall is requiring masks again. Because of this new strain of COVID? I don't know. The, the articles that I saw that didn't really explain it. The overwhelming majority of places are not. There's there's only a handful, I believe, of colleges still requiring. I wonder how that will affect me then. I don't know. In November, when the basketball seasons, I wonder if on campus, if I'm going to have to have it. Yeah. Maybe by then they'll change their minds. Who knows? Not if this new strain, which I don't think is killing anybody. No, I think you're getting sick. More people are getting it, but it's less. If I don't know if if it gets to a bad point, I. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, it's weird. Every time you think it's over, it's like it kind of nudges its way back a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't tell because somebody, a, a listener, sent me the article. And then when I went searching for it, you know, we talk about this all the time. The The website that the articles came from were all, the they were conservative news outlets. So maybe they wrote it to rip it? I don't know. Yeah, that's why I couldn't tell. I wanted to, to see if it was if that information was everywhere and I, I, I could only find it on like conservative hmm. news outlets. So I wasn't a, again, I'm like looking at sources going, okay, you know, what the, I don't know. The source to look at would be the Rutgers newspaper. Oh, because that oh, would oh. be, I would think that would be a good one. Yeah. I'm trying to think I should know what the name of the daily Targum, I think is the name of Targum. It. Second. You, I would think uh, they'd Rutgers, have night in it. Like yeah, the, the daily Targum. That's the, that's the Rutgers newspaper. They have online version? Uh, I'm looking. Yes. I used to love my college newspaper. You'd pick it up when you're walking to class. Let's see. Um, well, there's nothing here on the front page. Yeah. Uh, that says it, but that doesn't mean it's not there. I don't know. I don't know. Jerry, this is our last uh, post-game podcast for a while. Well, for you, uh, me for and you, you. Me, you, and I together. I'll do them next week with uh, Edward. Okay, nice. So we'll be... Um, oh, I got when we um, oh. when we return to our post game podcast, yes, I will have seen three concerts. Oh wow! It, oh, you're Bruce one, Bruce one, Eric Church, okay, and uh, almost Queen, Queen cover band. Oh, okay, that was fun. <laughs> I think it is a fun one. Look at you living it up. <laughs> I'm living it up, Jerry. Where's the farthest concert? MetLife. Yeah, that's gonna be. Where are the other two? Brutal. Um, PNC Art Center is tomorrow. Oh, cool. Eric Church. He's the headliner? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got a lot of, uh, in country radio, he's got, he's got a lot of hits. No kidding, okay. And then uh, the other one's just that Stone Pony, Summer Stage. Nice. Fake Queen. Almost Queen? Almost Queen, yeah. All right. They have a guy who looks just like Freddie Mercury. Didn't I read Sounds that like Fat him. Bottom Girls was being banned in places? It was taken out of a school... Oh, okay. Like the school was performing Queen songs oh, or something. N- never mind. I thought I w- I didn't know if one of these streaming services no, no, was no, like no, removing no. it or something. No, it was like it was like a a grammar school. Oh, okay. Kids doing Queen songs. They weren't doing Fat Bottom Girls. Got it. Fat Bottom Girls. What's that about? Lily. <laughs> What's that about Fat Chicks, Jerry? <laughs> oh, funny. Well, All right, Jerry. So this, this is it then. This is it then. All right, Goodbye. Well, I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you on the other side, Jerry. Well, I'll see you tomorrow, but on the other side of, of the, the podcast, podcast world. world. And then we got to kick it into gear because, uh, you know, Jerry, we get we get bonus on our uh, on uh, if we get good downloads. Yeah, and we've been separated a lot in no, the summer, so we got to kick it and back the numbers into haven't gear. Been bad. Okay. 
I don't know that they've been good. Yeah, I haven't really uh, seen, sure. but uh, when we get back here in well, September, Jerry. Guess what happens when we get back? What's that? First Friday, cool games. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Jerry, I cannot wait. I am going to rip out the sweatshirt and the hoodie. Oh, yeah, me too. Well, let's wear it Friday. <laughs> yes. The Friday, the uh, uh, th- that would be after the, actually the, will be the morning after the very first game. Because there's oh, a Thursday right. night yeah, game. That's right. So oh, is that man. three, four, five? So is that Friday the seventh or eighth? I think it's the eighth. Well, the eleventh is a Monday. Tenth yeah, so is Sunday. Eighth. Okay. September eighth. Cool September games 8th, return. The return of cool games. Do you think Spike would run a promo? He sh- we, this Friday. We should. Time for we cool should. with the deep voice guy. Cool games. We we could do that. Cool games for yeah. the warm up show. That'd be great. I, it would be nice to have a promo. Once yeah. In a while. I'm gonna ask him. Okay. I'm asking. There have been ratings periods where we've been the highest rated show. Good point. Very Same. highly rated. Well, when you have a 100 chair, Jerry, there's no competition <laughs> in the there's morning. There's nowhere else to go. Nowhere else to go. All right, warm up next. See you. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 18 days until the Jets kick off the season. There's nothing like New York, so I understand that. I appreciate that. Talk New York Jets football on the fan. This is an incredible sports town. There's a lot of a lot of great franchises here. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't oh, suck. Oh, good morning. Happy Thursday to everybody. My name is Al Dukes. I'm your hostess with the mostest this morning on the warm-up show. I have uh, CeeLo with me this morning. Good morning, CeeLo. Good morning, Al. I've got Eddie Scazzeri over there. Uh, Jerry will be uh, co-hosting this morning in place of Mr. Boomer Siason. It'll be Gio and Jerry. I heard... Uh, Mr. Christmas, Chris McMonicle at the end there. Christmas. And he goes, uh, I'll catch you tomorrow for a five-hour ride. Uh-huh. You, you have, there is something got to be mentally wrong with you if you could actually talk for five straight hours on the radio <laughs> by yourself. I mean, that's his job. I, th- but that is an well, incredible yeah. skill. 
not only five hours, but five hours like in the middle of the night where for, I would say, half might be strong. But let's go with like 25 to 40 percent of that show. Most people are asleep and you're getting very few calls. Right. So it's it's just you. And the calls you get are terrible. But you got to take uh, them because good. you're desperate. Some are, yeah, and not only take them, but, you know, That's basically like, interview that person. Ask them follow-up questions. Keep them on as long as you can. Who did that shift the longest here? Eddie would know that maybe. You got uh, Joe overnight? Beningo. You got uh, 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 Steve Summers. Tony, you, maybe? Tony Page, Salicata. Well, Summers did it from, I guess, from the beginning until 94. So he did uh, like seven years. And then Joe did it from... Jerry would know. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he was the immediate. I mean, when I started here in 2007, it was Tony Page, and he only retired just a couple so years it's ago. Tony. It's got to yeah. be Tony. Tony. Man. Yeah. That is incredible. That's an incredible run. I know Mike did it uh, in the afternoons where you kept probably better phone callers, but probably. still, I don't know how Mike did it. <laughs> well, well, we make fun of Mike for repeating himself. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. Well... I mean, Mike, a good chunk of that was obviously with a partner. You're talking yes, solo. Yes, I'm talking solo, Mike. Five and a half hours. So that was, yeah, that was a pretty long run as well, right? Because Dog left in 07 08? as well? 08? I think 08. 08? Yeah, but it's right, like 08, people yeah. like, Mike always repeats himself. Yeah, because he's talking to himself for five hours. Right. Silence knocks us off the air. It's <laughs> Can't so, say nothing. It's so weird. Like, that is just a weird thing. You think, like, McMonagle walks around the house Constantly just talking to himself no, to practice. I, 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 I think he takes his breaks from that. Plus, he's had <laughs> don't talk to plus me. Plus, he has a wife and two kids, two oh active gosh. crazy boys. So he probably can't get a lot of words in at home. So this is his chance to vent and this, you know let it all out. It's his time to talk. That's right. They say the middle child. He's probably a middle child. Uh, that I don't know. They say the middle child doesn't get to speak. Middle child syndrome. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a middle child. That. Are you? Yep. Hmm. Eddie, you middle child or uh... no? You're not. Michael's yeah, there was and a I, pause there. Here to think I about. was the youngest for like 13 years before an oops baby. Ooh. So he's got wait, an oops system. Hold on a sec. So you were the youngest. Wait a second. Wait a second. Of three and then a fourth came along. Is that the deal? Correct. Okay. Wow. Yeah. An oops baby. Do you well, remember that oops, conversation uh, where your parents were like, we're having a baby here. Dad was 46. Mom was 42. Wow. God bless. I didn't think that or was physically case, possible for a 42 Well, that's, what I, that's why I said what I said. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Was, yeah. There was 20 years between number one and number four. It's possible. I mean, it's not common. Your mom had possible. strong eggs. Yeah. I suppose so. Those or, are strong eggs. Or dad now, had. No, no, because a man's sperm will work in into his 80s and 90s. So it's right. the woman's As, eggs. Uh, who, just, who, who is the celebrity we just heard about that had another kid? Like, like Robert De Niro. 80s. De Niro and... Al Pacino. Else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's in his 80s now, right? Having a baby. Mm. Hoo-ah. About that. Yeah. Crazy. Well, CeeLo, last night we had a disappointing Yankees win <laughs> because we were all hoping yeah. for a really terrible record and for it to really hit Well, we wanted that bottom. first 10-game skid since 1913. Yes. That's what we were, That's what we were hoping for. We were, talking, we were looking at historical stuff here. Yeah. Unfortunately, Aaron Judge was in the lineup yeah, so last like, night. At least if they're going to win, like you got, you know, Judge's first career three home run game, yeah, including cool. a grand slam, which is yeah. kind of cool. Tremendous. What do you have? Six RBIs? <laughs> yes. Which matched a career high. What'd you think of Aaron Judge's performance last night, too? Yeah, I oh, mean, he had three freaking pretty home good. runs. Yeah, yeah pretty so good. 27 and 72 games. Yeah. Yeah, that this think about is, that uh, pace. I did see a very funny um, Salicata tweet 
saying something to the effect of, uh, oh, when it doesn't count, Judge is sitting three home runs. Oh, great. And then I'm sure he got all kinds of angry replies, and he, blo- and he blocked some of them. That's I probably did, what he did. I yeah. did not look at any of the replies. I just enjoyed the I Salicata mean, tweet. You didn't look at the replies. I didn't neither, look at the replies. Neither did he. I'm sure they weren't pretty. Is that what he does? He does the hit and runs on the- I've got a number, and listen, Sal and I have been friends for many years yeah. now. Um, but I get a lot of people that complain that he he's a blocker. Yeah, he's a blocker. Yeah. Which is funny because then it annoys him even more, which is probably what he's looking to do. I guess. I mean... Yeah, people complain to me, too, that Sal's a blocker. I get all sorts of things. I get, like, uh, Jerry doesn't look at his mention, so can you please tell him yeah, this? Yeah, that's what I get with Sal, too. Sal blocked me, so tell him this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could you ask Boomer? I know Boomer doesn't see this. Could you ask Boomer blank? No. No, I can't. Yeah, it happens a lot. I yeah. feel bad ghosting people, but you know, or it's not even ghosting. I guess if you don't acknowledge them to begin with, I feel yeah. bad ignoring people. How's that? I know you. You really enjoy the interaction. I wouldn't say I with some. Yes, when you I've, get, it, I've it, gotten away now from replying to every single. Yeah, tweet. I just can't do it. So it's nice that when you have a manageable amount of followers, it's it's manageable. I don't know how <laughs> these people like when people like tweet at Donald Trump when they used to t- when he was the president of the United yeah. States people would be like tweeting at him like yeah. he's gonna see I know that. yeah I love that or Are celebrities or they, even if he sees it like then he's not gonna reply right let me reply here to Taylor Swift she has 40 billion <laughs> followers let's see if she catches she's this. sifting through her mentions yeah yeah I mean you and I can't get through sometimes no people. especially if you get t- if you get tagged in one of these things that goes viral yeah and it just fills up your your notifications yeah can't have it no what else went on here yesterday? When did this Brian Cashman conversation go down? That he, was uh, he, pregame. Pregame. Like, I guess late afternoon. Okay. Uh, so people uh, uh, screenshotted things to me and asked me if he was wearing a velour top. Okay. He did have like a velour looking I noticed polo his, shirt on. I don't know that I thought velour, but I did notice his uh, attire. It was either like velour or a, some some bougie guys will do this in the bougie. summer. They'll wear that uh, type of material that's almost like a bath towel. Okay. It's like like linen, some sort of linen See, to bath me, wouldn't towel. Wouldn't that be like too warm? I would in think the so. Summertime. Now, yesterday wasn't over, you know particularly it was a cooler hot. day. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to pull. So it up he met the media game. prior to the game. Correct. And Aaron Judge goes out and hits three home runs. Uh, and he said uh, that the, the season's a disaster. Yeah. Uh, the, the season's an embarrassment. And uh, he says uh, we're all going to be evaluated, including himself. Um, before we comment on that, yeah. answer me this. Now, I've noticed a few things here. So with Cashman yesterday, he's got the silicone ring, but on his right ring finger, mm, not his interesting. left. What does that indicate? That I don't know. And yesterday at the golf course with Jerry, I met a gentleman, and I've seen this a few times now. Maybe Big Mac knows the answer before he leaves, or Eddie, who wears the ring on the index finger. What mm. does that mean? That I don't know. We've got the right hand ring finger. Ring and then also the index finger ring. Is uh, Brian Cashman married? I don't know. At so that would explain stage. it if maybe he, it's just he, a ring he enjoys. He was. Right. I think that he's separated or divorced from his first wife. But maybe Google there's a, is there a second gal situation? I, I honestly I don't mean, it's, know. I mean, it's a distinct, clearly it's, a, it's a, one of these silicone rings, which I wear. They come in different colors. And it's clearly yesterday on his right hand, unless... The only thing I can think of is this video I'm looking at is flipped for some reason. Yeah. Right hand ring finger. Yeah, Cashman yeah, right hand it, ring finger. It could be it could be flipped like you said an image flip situation. All right. And where do you wear yours? On the left hand ring finger. That's the traditional right. spot. And yeah. I I actually it was a weird story. 
I actually had to get mine cut off. So did my dad years yeah. ago. Yeah, your real ring. Yeah, my ring, and uh, it, it had been like for years. Like I, it's been on my finger for oh, 15 years straight with never coming off. Yeah, and I couldn't get it off. So we actually, I was thinking, do I go to an ER? Do I go to a jeweler? <laughs> a twenty dollar. <laughs> Two part- very different options. <laughs> well, yeah, but still both yeah. pricey. And so I bought a twenty dollar thing on Amazon. As long as you can get the little tip underneath the ring, yeah. got it off in less than a minute. Yeah, there you go. Just cut right through the gold, easy, easy. Oh, you're so, okay. And I thought you meant it. a new, like an alternative. No. Ring. you're saying to get the original one off. Yeah, a little it was Amazon trick. Per- wow. purchase. It was wonderful. And now, what do you do? And no. I'm going to get a silicon situation. There you nice. go. Yeah, it's much easier. See, yeah, and m- safer. Yes. I'm not married, but I like the look of that silicone ring. Yeah, like, and I you like, can I rotate like through. That. You can get different colors to yeah. match your whatever you're wearing. And I can so, get the yeah. uh, like a, a a mock of the one ring from the Lord of the Rings, well, of course, which yeah, is what I'm going right to do. His alley. Yeah. Good. I wonder if Eddie will ever again in his life try have to decide: Do I go to the ER or a jeweler? <laughs> I think that's a one and done that's situation. One. It's like I don't know what to do here. <laughs> Very specific situation. <laughs> do I head to JFK Hospital or four jewelers here in uh, Woodbridge? <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh, my dad had that. He like dislocated his finger um, at my house actually. Shortly, but I want to say it was right before my son was born. He like took a tumble down our stairs. Is that right? So my mom took him to urgent care, and it like it ballooned on him, and they had to get. The, I think they had to cut yeah, the ring off. For yeah. sure. And for me, it was uh, I developed an arthritic situation, but I had it for a few years before I even realized, uh-huh. and my knuckle swelled. So yeah. got all swoles up That'll because happen. it could be that why it wasn't let's I was able to get that that thing I bought underneath because my regular part of my finger was fine. Yeah. But my knuckle was just. Yeah, that, that's what will do it. I so I only wear my original like for dressy fancy occasions now. Like the JJ like, wedding you'll wear. Exactly. It. It's like one of those like uh, tungsten carbide or whatever. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Um, but I sometimes will need like soapy water or like something slippery to get it on and off it doesn't just slide Lube. on easily and it, eddie it's the same it's the knuckle that's the once it's over the knuckle and good to go they say vaseline will yeah get it that'll right do off. it yeah oh, windex yeah. i've heard everything sure. i tried windex. yeah and i also tried this thing where you wrap dental floss right in front of the ring and like that hurt like hell trying to <laughs> tell you what and Trying okay. to tighten the, or squeeze your finger down. Yeah, okay. I got Eddie's attention with this ring talk. Oh, yeah. But we still don't have the answer to the right ring finger and then the index finger. I did uh, look. Brian Cashman is divorced. So maybe yeah, it's just a different that. ring situation. Maybe right. he just enjoys and a ring. Just cleaning up an earlier question. Yes, McMonagle does talk to himself. He does. Okay. Oh, okay. But we didn't get clarification on if he's a middle child. Well, it's a... He is technically, but his older brother was from a different oh, mother see, situation. Oh, see, I have that too. Yeah. Older yeah. brother uh, from a different mother. And so they didn't, like, really grow up together. Right. So not exact. Technically, yes, but not really. Technically, I'm the youngest, um, but I have three older half-siblings who were all teenagers when I was born. Really? my dad's first marriage. And I I'm my one, mother's only. And I met one of them in Wegmans. Uh, had to have been my brother. Yes. Yeah. He loves, How do I not he loves know Wegmans. that you have uh, half-siblings? Yeah. I well, I don't go around was... referring to them as they were very close. Like, for example, my brother, who Eddie met, he has... Um, Three kids, two sons and a daughter. I am godfather to both of his sons. So nice. We're very, we're all very tight. My Big sister, happy family. My sister wouldn't even let me be godfather uh, to any of her children. How about that? Why? Because I don't go to church. Oh well, that yeah. She's very strict. 
And in fact, that's why I'm wearing my Bucknell shirt today. My oldest nephew just graduated from there in May. It's my oldest godson. Well, look what we How learned here that? this morning. The I'm bison. not a Bucknell yes. guy, yeah. We learned that you have three siblings. Uh, I think it's singular, Eddie. Bison. With different okay. mothers. Yeah. And we learned Eddie had a sister when his mom was 42. Mm, and a ring situation. And he's got a bad ring and situation. an Amazon trick instead of paying a lot of money at the ER or the jeweler. So let's get back to Brian Cashman and that <laughs> ring of his. Let's land the plane here. Yeah. I thought the other week, when did he last talk, Brian Cashman? Probably I trade deadline. They were in the mix, he trade said. After, right after the day of the trade deadline, which was August 1st. We're in it to win it, he said. So that's three weeks ago? Yeah. I guess they're, not, they're now they're terrible. Now they're a disaster. Well, I mean, I played the cut yesterday, Aaron Boone, after they lost on, uh, what was that, Tuesday night. So yeah. We're in it to win it. So. They were still in it to win it but, Tuesday night. But then Cashman yesterday said the season's been a disaster. So that's it. Now we're now we're officially done. Well, but they won last night, so now they're back in it to win it. Yes. And Aaron Judge <laughs> put the team on his back, yo. Uh, how about Luis Severino? Yes. Jerry, you know, listen, you throw enough things at the wall, some will stick. Jerry did not get his blowout on Tuesday night, but he got, like, I watched Luis Severino throw a great game, and he did. Six and two-thirds of one-hit shutout ball. He looked so happy when he was walking down the uh, stairs into the dugout after being removed from the game. Yeah, of course. Like, he looked like a man who had a weight lifted off him. He looked like, finally... And now he's going to savor those days until the next and start. The Nationals, the sweet elixir for Luis Severino. <laughs> yeah, it worked for him though. Yeah, he only had like two strikeouts too, but that's hey, all right. It's a good outing. It was a good outing for him. Hey, good for him. Um. Oh, did you see? Uh, I did go back and listen to this on Tuesday night, coming back from a commercial break. Susan Waldman said, "God, this game is boring." Yes, I had this sent to me after yesterday's yeah, show, so that's we will when I definitely saw it. play this on today's program. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. She's got to know. It's so funny. Like, broadcasters are weird, and we do it here, too. You know, you're not the one controlling the equipment. Right. Right. So it'd be like Boomer saying something insane as we're coming back from break and hoping that his mic does. Now, Boomer controls his own microphone. Geo controls his own mic. So that wouldn't be on Eddie. But like these these radio broadcasts, they they turn the microphone level up as the commercials coming to an end. You gotta know you can't go. This is boring. Oftentimes they'll give them a cue, like, "Hey, we're we're back. We're coming back. We're back." Maybe something slipped through the cracks there. Do you think she yelled at the dude, man or woman who's in charge of that? Um, it's possible. But what I would say is this: what she said was not inaccurate or inappropriate. It was boring. So she gets credit for that. Okay, she's calling she's it keeping like, it real. She's calling it, yeah, keeping it real. She's calling it, it like real. she sees it. Okay. And by the way, these mics, even when they're off, they're hot. Like if you went, if you know how to do it back in the shop, you could record. Even they're for, they're off. Yeah, these mics are always hot, and they're always hot to CBS TV. Mm, by the way, that's, that's on a, or off. We, what we probably yeah. should be careful about things we're saying. This so if I during this next commercial studio. break, I'm like, these guys at CBS really stink. <laughs> yes, oh nice. <laughs> they hear that. They could. Oh boy. Damn it. Well, we've if made these it this walls far. Could talk. We've made it this far. Yeah. CeeLo, let's take a quick break. Yes. When we come back, oh, I've got some uh, Jets-related items. Mm -hmm. I've got some NFL-related items. Don't let me forget to share with you what Geo tagged me in on X yesterday. Okay. Uh And then I also have a wrestling item I'd love to get to. I'd love to have some time to get to that. I'm the wrong guy for it, but okay. It's fine. I've got it covered. 
By the way, Hulk Hogan's on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast this week. That's not the wrestling item, though? No, it's okay. not the wrestling item. I was listening to it on the way in. Man, that guy's had some life. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. How old is he these days? Mm. 70-something? Uh, uh, how about we look at that in the break? You... No. Oh, all right. People are going to need to know <laughs> no. this. Right? He's 70 years <laughs> no. old. He's 70. Okay. He's had, he revealed, 25 surgeries in the last 10 years. Jeez. I mean, this is a guy who's been, and they're all on his back. Backs and back and knees, but he's still, dude. He is still rocking and rolling at seventy. Do you good know for him. what his full actual name is? Terry Bollea. Very good. I, I did not know that. I just see it here. I worked with a guy in uh, Florida when I worked in Tampa radio who was uh, high school classmates with Mister Terry. How about Bollea. that? Yep. Oh yeah. Where was it? Where did they go to high school? Uh, somewhere. Doesn't somewhere matter. like in the Clearwater area. Somewhere in America. Yes. All right. All right, Eddie. A quick break. Uh, Geo and Jerry Recca will be here at six. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got CeeLo with me today. I got Peter Schwartz tomorrow. Peter Schwartz. You're killing me, CeeLo. Just kidding, Peter. Come on. You can blame John Jastrzemski for that. He's getting married? Yes. Not in the morning, but I I mean, come on. Come I on, can't CeeLo. All day long. Just get here no. at 5, do the warm-up. You're a big like to listen to the afternoon program. Did you yeah. uh, catch any of that yesterday? They did a full hour on uh, wedding gift for JJ and the proper present. I mean, they lit up the phones like yeah, you haven't I did, seen I in actually, quite some time. I actually did hear that. Yeah. I, I did mean, hear that. They were, people had a lot of hot takes. Yeah. That's on a wedding gifts and tipping and all kinds of stuff. That's a good hot button. It was a hot issue. Tell you what. Both on and off the air in our yeah. group chat, the folks that are going to the wedding, mm-hmm. when the uh, significant others got wind of the amount of money that some people were suggesting you give as a gift. Oh, yeah. A couple of hearts skipped a beat, I think. Oh, yeah. Way back in uh, 2001, when I first got to New York and I was working on the Ron and Fez show, uh, one of the first things I did to get the audience to hate me was I was actually going to my, uh, net, my cousin's wedding. And... Uh, I said, oh, I go when I go on the air, I'll just say I'm, I'm giving $35. 35 Yeah, that's what I did. And <laughs> I got pounded of on it. Of course you did. It was so great. Cause it, <laughs> so it was fun to hear that topic again yeah. after all of these years of me angering the audience. How about the one guy who called up and said he's got a cousin who has gone to multiple family weddings and pulled aside the bride and groom and said... I'm sorry, I left it at home to get the envelope at home. As soon as I get back, I'll I'll drop it in the mailbox. And just never did. Smart, multiple times. Yeah, it's a different thing here. Like, um, I know that when I was living in Florida, I went to a wedding. I legitimately brought a uh, box of Pyrex, di- like um, things you would heat food up in yeah. the oven. Like a like a gift. wedding gift, like off their. Some yeah. people have they have registries. That's not you I know, know but like considered back, inappropriate. Like you would show up to the wedding with a yeah box. with the gift instead of <laughs> yeah. mailing it. Yeah, really weird. Here it's just cash, <laughs> yeah, cash, cash, cash. Give, give me, me cash. cash. Yeah, give yep. me cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me get you. Uh, let's do this first, CeeLo. No, I'm, I'll switch it up. Switch it up. I did watch Hard Knocks last night. Okay. I know I'm a little behind, but I am a very straight male, CeeLo. Very. <laughs> Very straight male. So I say this as a straight male. <laughs> Randall Cobb has beautiful eyes. Yes, he does. My goodness. That's an excellent observation on your part. I've noticed that as well. I would they fall stand out. right in love with him if I were into men. Not a straight male. Yeah. Gotcha. If I was into men, uh-huh. man, 
That guy's got some nice eyes. They're blue, right? They're the green. Green? Okay. But I knew just, they were on the lighter side, yeah. Yeah, really cool. And he seems so into it. Well, yeah. Being on the Jets. Of course. This is buddy Aaron Rodgers. I know, but I, lo- I love that. He's, you could make the case he's still in the NFL because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And that's not a knock on Randall Cobb. It's just, you know, he's... He's kind of tailed off, and he is a bigger man for a wide receiver. Really, I'll tell I you never that. Yeah, of him as a bigger man. I don't know. If, I don't know if like the newer guys are just so much slimmer. Like Randall Cobb is built more like a tight end. When you see somebody really? like Garrett Wilson, like he well, Garrett, and Garrett Wilson do not look like they're playing the same position. All right. Well, Garrett Wilson is definitely on the the slim side, thinner side. Yeah. I mean, Randall Cobb's five ten, one ninety two. Yeah. It's not exactly DK Metcalf. You know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, first of all, like when they were showing the uh, the stuff from the uh, the uh, preseason game against the Buccaneers, and he was just so into it, being almost another guy who's a similar to a player coach like yeah. Aaron Rodgers. That's is. where he is at this stage of his career. Yeah, yeah. and he's him, almost an extension of Aaron Rodgers, but for the wide receivers. Exactly. And uh, Garrett Wilson said that in this episode, right, there you go. where he was like, "This guy knows the system. He's helping me." Um, like an interpreter would mm-hmm. for someone speaking a foreign language. Yeah. He's helping me out. Big reason why he's here. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, of course. Okay. Aaron Rodgers brought a couple of his dudes. And Alan Lazard being another one. And he's having another baby, Randall Cobb. That was revealed in and the what episode. What number will that make for uh, him? Three. Three. Okay. So he is spoken for already with his nice He eyes. is, yeah, not yeah. Not available if he, he has decided to, you know, switch teams. Correct. Yeah, not available. Or play for both teams, you know. <laughs> Correct. Whatever, yeah. whatever suits your needs. He seems not available. Seems like got a family it. man. Okay. He's got uh, two small children now. Very nice. Uh, the one kid was adorable because the, they they revealed that uh, they they're having another baby, mm. and the and the kid goes, "I want a baby in my belly." Oh, uh, just adorable. That is very adorable. Yeah. So is this a daughter or a son? I think a son. That. A son. son. Okay. Hey, you never know. It is twenty twenty three. That's right. By the time that. Kid is of uh, that kid adult wants, age. If that boy wants to have a baby in his belly, gosh darn it, let him have one. You never know. That's what I say. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> that is correct. Um, what else do I have? Oh, what's going on with this Corey Davis situation? Yeah. I, it's really, <laughs> really weird. I, said, I really couldn't wait surprising. to tell Jerry about this on the golf course yesterday. And you ever get, you ever, you ever deal with Jerry where you tell him something you think is interesting? Oh, yeah. And he's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, just the get worst. absolutely nothing like every from. day <laughs> some things yeah some things no it depends it depends that was one that did not move the needle for him it, he was just not interested the, okay whatever so what i read initially Corey davis jets wide receiver surprisingly retires in training camp i yeah. was like oh a little weird a couple hours goes by i'm doing more research see i do a lot of research i got my nose and books all day long oh yeah and then, I, then I'm reading on Pro Football Talk, like this is some sort of way for the Jets to get rid of him without trading him. It was just, it looked strange. Like he's yeah, stepping not retiring. away from football, but he did not use the word retirement. Oh, is that right? And he did not provide a reason in the Instagram post. Yeah. Okay. So, so there is still some thought that he'll wind up on another team. That I don't know. They put him on the reserve retired list, which essentially they retain his rights through the end of the year, and this is the final year of his contract. So I don't know if it's, this is a cap maneuvering situation, yeah. or I don't know exactly. He only played six seasons in the NFL. Yeah, I honestly in the offseason, once they brought in Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, I thought that 
that the writing on the wall was for them to move on from him because it's the, you know when Robert Solid uh in last week's Hard Knocks episode with the when he was ripping into the offense, we got two ten million dollar receivers. Yeah. Corey Davis is one of them. But you don't think of that because he's sort of an afterthought now in this offense. So when he took that he's been away from the team for like ten days, I figured like, okay, he sees the writing on the wall, not gonna get a lot of playing time, probably figuring out, okay, how do we work together to make something happen where I go elsewhere? But maybe he just figures I'll just take the year off. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. And then you go, look, I didn't realize he was like a number five overall pick. Yeah, the Titans. Titans. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of him already. Um, I don't think I got rid of him. I think his rookie contract might have expired. And oh, then and anyone the, else the Jets signed him in free agency. I want to say, I don't and know again, if he was I, cut by the Titans. Let me take a look here. I love Let's anybody see. in that year who was taken ahead of Patrick Mahomes because they love to point that out. Of course, because Corey Davis almost every draft was taken ahead of Patrick Mahomes yeah. by the Titans. Yeah, of course, probably love to have that draft. Thing, um, right? Yeah, I think yeah he finished off his his rookie his rookie contract. He was a first round pick. You said right? Yeah, yeah, number five number overall. Five so overall. they one, two, three, four. So they must have not picked up his fifth-year option because he did his four years in Tennessee, and then the Jets signed him to a three-year deal in free agency March of 21. What? Did, why didn't teams pick Patrick Mahomes? Was he like no one knew who he was? That's no, weird. they knew who he was. I think it was he was considered raw. Um, he played in a system at Texas A&M that was like very pass-heavy and happy. So I, I guess people thought maybe it wasn't like the transition to a pro system wasn't necessarily going to be one that was um, all that easy or smooth. And if you recall, he did essentially redshirt his rookie year. He got in. I think he started the last game of the regular season when they were, they had nothing to play for. It was an Alex Smith season with the yes. Chiefs. They were going to the playoffs. You got Andy Reid there. So it was like the seemed like the perfect landing spot. He was able to kind of ease his way in. So you're suggesting perhaps, Hilo, that if uh, the Jets had drafted him or the Titans had drafted him, maybe – we wouldn't know this Correct. Patrick Mahomes. Right. Is I mean, right? Zach, not to say Zach Wilson's Patrick Mahomes, but that was the big, you know, st- big arm talent, off platform throws, all those things that we see from Mahomes. You know, hey, he's a shortstop. He can throw a sidearm. He can do this. He can do that. You saw a lot of that from Zach Wilson at BYU, but it was limited playing time for him there. And there were some questions about how that would translate to the NFL. And obviously, in his case, he's got to play from early on. Maybe the environment. The culture, the system around him, all those things, not the same as what you got with Andy Reid and the Chiefs and Mahomes in Kansas City. I also like uh, the the beautiful-eyed Randall Cobb, how he was telling the wide receivers, like, um, this is all fun now. Yeah. You start running the wrong routes in, like, actual games. Yeah, I I played that on the show. No, no, I heard it yesterday. Oh, okay, okay, good. I'm just reiterating after I saw it live. Yeah, yeah, Rogers not going to have patience for it. Yeah, yeah. Because it's one thing also to hear it, and then when you see it in someone's face, oh, too, yeah. where he's like, trust me, this isn't going to be all like... I speak from experience. Yeah, this ain't going to be all like fun. Right. Uh, like I love like Aaron Rodgers having a good time with like Zach Wilson. You know, you see, like, oh, he's like buddy-buddy with him. Yeah. We are going to see Aaron Rodgers freak out on somebody at some point. Probably point. not Zach Wilson. No, not yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah. And and he, I don't know if he gets like a advanced copy of the episode and he screens yeah. it or someone tipped him off. But I mentioned yesterday, like before the sh- the episode aired Tuesday night, earlier Tuesday when he met the media, 
he went out of his way to like I think uh, Randall might have said something, and I'm not that guy anymore. Like he <laughs> he essentially preempted what we were going to see oh, that really? night, as if to say like, yeah, I'm not. Maybe a few years ago, like, hey, listen, I'm intense. I'm a competitor, but like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna berate anybody or embarrass them or. So he wanted to make sure he got out in front of that. Well, Randall Cobb made it just seem like you're not getting the ball. Right. Yes. Like, yes. If he doesn't trust sure. you, he's not throwing you the ball. Right. Not yeah. throwing you the ball. Maybe that's why Corey Davis is. And then maybe, yeah. I maybe know. don't trust him. I don't. And then, yeah, Rob Sala, which is, was talked about yesterday, is a cornball. I knew you were going to say cornball. He's a cornball. As you paused in my head, yeah. I'm like, he's going to say cornball. And Gio was right. He's cursing every other word. It just, it just. Forced so poor. And what are those guys in the Jets room when Rob Sala's doing those fake things? They're taking notes. What are you what are you writing down? I don't know. I guess the slogans, the key phrases there. I'm a commander. Things to look back on. Right. To pump themselves weird. up. I guess. Even Aaron Rodgers has a notebook. What is he writing down? I mean, they take notes on football stuff. But I see guys in the speech. Like, like you know, uh, you never know. They Rob, could be splicing that together. You know, like yeah, that's B roll. Like, think yeah. about it. They got to cover it up with something. Like, okay, here was Rogers taking notes as they were talking about, you know, the formation or whatever. Yeah. And now we're going to make it seem like he was doing that during this. They can, they can, they can manipulate that. I'm not saying they did, but it's possible. That's true. Because I watch those like 90 day fiance shows. Yeah. And when they'll be like coming up, and they'll they'll do the preview. And someone would be like, do you really love me? And it's this long pause. And you're like, and then they cut the commercial like, whoa, that was a long pause. Then when they show it, they didn't know it's long pause. Yeah. Dramatic effect. Dramatic effect. Yeah. Because you're right. They're just rolling constantly. Creative license. And they need fillers. It's called B-roll. Yeah. So it looks like Aaron Rodgers is taking notes on, I'm a commander. I'm considered right. a commander. Yeah. I'm special. Let me write down this crow and eagle yeah. bit here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Circle you're saying, that. <laughs> let me write this down. The crow attacks the eagle. He flies high and he falls off. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's in the Aaron Rodgers notebook. No. If I had to guess. Eddie looks like he wants to say something. Do you Take have a break, well, probably. Be, well, yes. But. <laughs> he could be what? He could be just like writing haikus or. Right. Yeah. Or he could be writing this moron. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> or, what an idiot. Or a list of new drugs he wants to <laughs> yeah. try. A list of what crystals he's going to stop he's off at the crystal shop for. Game planning. What sort of uh, life changing experience he's going to go through next offseason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Quick break here. When we come back, I've got a, uh, a uh, sports documentary I want to chat with you about. Another one? Uh, yeah, another one, believe it, it or not. It seems like you watched one like every day. Yeah. I no. want to talk to you about this sports documentary and a and a bad trend we're seeing with them. Okay. How about that? How about that? And then Gio and Jerry at the top. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got Celo with me today. We've got Eddie here as well. We've got... Uh, Gio and Jerry at six. We got C Mac doing five hours tonight. My <laughs> goodness. Oh, my. More Brian Cashman talk coming up tonight on the phone. Oh, yeah. Um, have you ever seen Zach Brown Band in concert? I did. How were they? Um, Not great. I saw them in uh, Queens at that, that uh, tennis, uh, whatever used okay. to be the old tennis place. They well, were good there. You know, it's still there. The, the National Tennis Center, the, the stadium there, the yeah. Billy Jean. Forest Hills. Okay. Or still stadium. Oh, okay. I, I saw them there. Yeah. They were good. Then I saw them at City Field, and it was, it, to me, it was a too big of a venue for them. Okay, that's fair. It was boring.
boring. Boring. And you know about boring. Oh. Don't you? Hell yeah, yes. I do. Before you move on, I got a, it's a bad job by me. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes, and we just watched the quarterback's documentary. Yes, we sure did. Not Texas A&M. It's early. Texas. That's your error. That's right. It was bad my job. error. I make a lot of errors. Make a lot Texas, of you make a lot of errors, man. The Red Raiders. You just had the number they put in the ring of honor there. That's true. So, yeah, A&M was uh, Manziel and Baker Mayfield, right? Did make the Baker? No, not A and M. Where did they, no Oklahoma? Right. It was funny because when yeah. you said uh, Texas A and M, yeah. In my head, I was like, he went to the same school as Johnny Manziel. Manziel, no, no. Manziel, Mike Evans was the connection at A and M. Correct. Yes. All right. So I was getting excited about uh, Untold Swamp Kings, the Florida Gators. Uh, yeah. Doc. Yeah, it was a documentary about the Florida Gators during the Urban Meyer, uh, Urban Meyer era. Yeah. And all the chaos that went on with them. Tebow, they were like, oh my Aaron gosh. Hernandez. Oh, they yeah. just uh, the disastrous off the field stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. So after seeing a number of um, criticisms about the film, I'm not watching it because I did not know oh. Urban Meyer is part of this. And yeah, they, it was in the teaser. Yeah. And in the teaser, it made it seem that they were going to cover all this stuff. And evidently, they leave, leave out a ton of things. Now, I looked at this uh, article by a guy named Jim Weber, who I hate when this happens. People, this guy clearly has, he has 79,000 followers, so he's not a nobody. But his Twitter bio doesn't tell me a damn thing about him. So I don't know who the hell he is. Okay. But evidently he has some some interest in college sports coverage. Okay. But I don't know where he does it. Right. But anyway, he... Jim Weber? W-E-B-E-R. So maybe Weber. But anyway, here's the things that it did not cover. They omitted anything related to Aaron Hernandez. Not even mentioned in the documentary? Well, I just, I guess, his the whole murder thing. Failed to mention oh, the whole murder thing. The yeah. Pouncey brothers, who were accused of assault and using homophobic slurs at a nightclub. Okay. Avoided discussing the stolen laptop that led Cam Newton to leave Florida. <laughs> Uh, also omitted, Percy Harvin attacking the wide receivers coach. Oh, yeah. Percy Carlos Harvin. Dunlap's arrest. Urban Meyer versus Jeremy Fowler at practice. Urban Meyer's quote-unquote heart attack. And Chris Rainey threatening to kill his girlfriend. Okay, that's all not so included. I'm not watching this. Uh, I'm out. Right? What are, you, what are you doing? What is this? We're going to talk about Tebow leading, you know, prayer session? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bible study. <laughs> right, in one of the previews I was I saw one of them was like, I used to show Tim Tebow naked pictures of girls on my phone. Great. And by the way, before I even knew anything about Tim Tebow, I, I didn't know who he was. We were at uh, the first Super Bowl that we were covering t- January or February of 2008 in Arizona. Giants-Patriots round one. Giants-Patriots round one. And Tim Tebow was there as part of a, he was there with Playboy models. That's right, I remember. And I remember Craig yeah. wanted a photo with him. He had his arm in a sling for whatever reason. I don't know what, what, when he hurt himself. This I didn't know he was a supposed virgin. He looked like a guy who was smashing out a whole bunch of <laughs> Playboy models. Maybe he was. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. So I was quite surprised to learn later uh, on. His background. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure I'm buying all didn't that. Didn't Craig try to get into like a VIP area <laughs> where he was and he was denied? Yeah. Or well, he... that was he was trying to get into the get a photo with Tim Tebow and Playboy models. And they wouldn't <laughs> let him near him. 
wouldn't like what you needed. Like you got to lay down some some coin to get in. there? I don't know what how what it was. But I think it was, it was right, a VIP area had yeah. to be on a list. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was because yeah. it was right there. Like I said, I could see him interacting with these Playboy models. Interesting and loving every I'm minute. Sure he was. No, he was probably trying to save them. Right, oh. looky no touchy, right? Looky no touchy. Yeah. That's correct. By the way, this Jim Weber Weber. The yeah. founder of College Sports Only. He's worked at CBS Sports, NBC Sports, and ESPN the magazine, and is the founder of a previous college sports website. So yeah. there you go. Okay. He's been around a bit. I guess he has. But uh, And then after that, this morning, I saw a whole bunch of other people that are involved in college sports also criticizing the documentary for leave. So I'm an, that's no an out for me. No buzz. You're out. Does, I'm it out. Yeah. But then they were going back and saying that the Johnny Manziel story also omitted a whole I'm bunch sure of stuff. Did. That's, That's the only way you get these guys to come on and talk about it. I don't yeah, want to talk about this. I'll talk about this, but I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, and then they have a whole um, Jerry Jones 10-part series coming up, but Jerry Jones is involved in it. Uh, that still might be interesting. I hope so. I've got a great, not, not just me, but we will play a great Jerry Jones soundbite from yesterday. Okay. Is this involving his comments about one of their players who was uh, That's correct. arrested? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I saw the headline for that. I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. So you would admit that sounds like something that might be interesting to play back? Yes. Because, mm-hmm. again, I don't know what is he <laughs> talking about. What? <laughs> He'd be better off not speaking as much at this point. Former Jet quarterback Sam Darnold has landed the backup role in San Francisco. He'll play behind Brock pretty good. So Trey Lance is uh, twisting in the wind at the moment? Yeah. They say, is he a goner? Are they going to look to trade him? There's another Uh, guy. He was drafted high, right? He was, and... Well, these draft people don't know what they're doing. I mean, well, that was different. They had... Jimmy G there, and he was going to – I forget now how it all – he was the – I mean, remember, he start, He was the starter last year. Yeah. And he got hurt, and then that's when they brought Jimmy G back. Or was that two years ago? No, that was, it was Jimmy G, and then he got hurt. And, and then the legend of Brock Purdy began. Right. But I'm saying, like, it was it was, it was, it was Trey Lance's job early part of last year, yeah? Yeah, because got, they were kind of – It was a nasty injury, I remember that. And also, remember the whole Jimmy G, like, he wasn't even on the same field or like, in, yeah, the, in yeah. the preseason. Right. Right. They were trying to force that Trey Lance as a starter – well, I was Francisco. his. Well, it was his. It was his. It was his time. It so was you know his have no, two number three overall picks behind Mister Irrelevant. Is that right? Right, that, Sam right, Darnold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, you're oh, right. Darnold and Lance. Yeah, I got you. Right, I got you. Yeah. Unbelievable. I love Brock Purdy. What's not to love? Exactly. Wait, but were you one of the? Were you? Yes, part he of, was. Yeah, so get lost with your. I love Brock Purdy. Was I? You part were of part what? of the Geo Brigade, brigade that claimed that it was a fake elbow tough injury. Love. Well, not tough only love. that, like how no, about just love. use your other arm? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> get serious. It was the playoffs. Tough love playoffs. Yeah, come on, bro. They got okay. So we're gonna send Otani out there to pitch now. Well, are are the Angels still in the mix? Um. Not really. Not so quite, no. but this if was they were, in a championship If game. they were, you're going to have him yes. pitch an impending free agent about to make like $800 million. Yeah. UCL tear? Ah, get back way, out there. I don't want the Mets any part of Shohei Otani now that he's injured his uh, elbow. Because you know he will come here and suck. Here we go. Great. Okay. That's what I say, CeeLo. <sighs> and I've got all the Mets fans behind me. Uh-huh. All of them? I, I don't speak know about that. for Mets fans. Sure you do. You want to take a guess? 
Is that Amy Lawrence? It is Amy minute? Lawrence. Mm, 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 mm. I do want to guess. Shohei Otani's injury. I'm Amy Lawrence with an Odyssey Sports Minute. It's going from bad to worse for the Angels. Not only is Mike Love Trout it. back on the ice. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, welcome back here for a few moments. Uh, CeeLo, we lost uh, legendary wrestler Terry Funk. Died Terry at the Funk. age of uh, 79. Yeah. Can't be his real name. No, actually, it is. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Funk family is a very big wrestling oh, family. okay. His father, Dory Funk. Wow. Was uh, was also a wrestler. See, I told you I'm the wrong guy to talk to yeah. about the wrestling They're stuff. a legendary wrestling family. The fame. Funks. The Funks. All right. Terry Funk. He This dude was wrestling. Uh, he was one of the uh, first guys that got involved in the hardcore wrestling. Wow. Where you'd like, th- you know, put a bunch of thumbtacks on a table and then body slam <laughs> someone into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does Bring. sound pretty hardcore. I wonder how Hulk Hogan needed all those back surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> they did like a barbed wire match where there oh. was, instead of the ropes around the ring, it was barbed wire. Wonderful. Explosions going off in the ring. This guy yeah. was always, he was a bleeder. He'd want to be one of the guys that would bloody his bleeder. face up. All oh, right. yeah. He was quite a legend. So. The Funks. Respect to the Funk family. Rest in peace. Bring the Funk. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, I was one of these guys who thought Aaron Rodgers might possibly become a coach after football because yeah. I was like, oh, this guy he loves to have the headset on, yeah, running yeah. around, yeah. talking everybody up. But he said no. When he is done, CeeLo, when he retires, he's finished. Oftentimes those top-tier players don't make good coaches. Which I guess he... Uh, talked about yeah. as well. Like it's, I uh, think it makes sense. It's not often. There's a lot of the backup guys, like a Gary Kubiak sure. uh, type, because they're yeah. practically acting like coaches because they're never in the games. Geo's coach with the Vikings right now. You know, what was his story? Klingon quarterback, pretty much. Kevin O'Connell. He was a Klingon quarterback? Yeah, he was. With who? Yeah, he bounced. He was with the Jets, Patriots. Really? Like a backup, third stringer, you know. And now he's hang a coach. on to the roster, yeah. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. I'm sure there are others. <laughs> Comes to the top of my mind right now. By the way, Cliff Kingsbury is another one of those guys. Oh, he was in the uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh... WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.